What is up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Extra Point Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Buns, here with my main men, Sully and Jones. We got a lot to get to, but as this podcast is starting, the first topic we were going to talk about was the crazy NFL free agency. But possibly the craziest move of the NFL offseason happened just as we are starting right now, guys. According to Adam Schefter, per Mike Garofalo on Twitter... Odell Beckham Jr. has just been traded to the Cleveland Browns. Dave, as our resident Giants fan, what are your thoughts? Bro, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what? There isn't a, there isn't things the Browns have that I want. If the Browns offered me their next two first-round picks, I would say no. And I guarantee you that's not what we got. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not what, seeing why? what you got in but why the this, Giants are finally the laughing stock of New York? There's no why do all of these young players that are great in New York that we find they get trade first? Chris stops now. Like, what the fuck are we doing? At, at least you're tearing it fully down. If you're gonna there, get rid of, if you're not gonna resign Collins, if you're, you're, there's no talent, there's no talent on the team. There's literally no talent. I I, yeah. I I don't I don't care. There's no there isn't a fucking justifiable reason to trade him. Maybe they wanted they wanted to clear clear the cap room contract. Yeah, they didn't they just sign him last offseason to like a four year deal. Yeah, and every yeah, time he gets yeah, asked, yeah, we're not gonna trying. fucking trade. We didn't sign him to trade him. Glad we still got Eli on the fucking team though. Jesus fucking Christ. Dealing John Dorsey. Gets it done again. Gets I don't, it done like, again. Is Baker Mayfield coming to New York? What's the What's the trade? What I I haven't seen anything from. What I don't even know how back. to fucking speak right I'm now. Put on NFL Network right now. Wait, 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 wait. I literally don't know. A first, a third, and Jabril Peppers. That's, that's good. What you got? Yeah, that's good. Just fucking kidding. Jesus fucking Christ. Wait, is it Julius Peppers when he was fucking 19? Because then maybe he'd be all right. I'm seeing you got Jarvis Landry as well. I don't want Jarvis Landry. He's a fucking head case. And he's also not good. Jarvis, Jabril Peppers. I don't know if the Jarvis part is right. This is... Oh. Well, Jarvis Landry, yeah. Jarvis Landry isn't good. I, I never what are we doing? Never, fucking trade a twenty fucking five year old generational talent? Oh my god! There aren't draft picks in the. If you gave me the first overall pick this year, I would say no. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, okay. I have. You saw what Shefty tweeted about what you're getting. Is that where you got that from? Uh, yeah, I saw a couple people say. It. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. So yeah, so the Giants get a first round pick in 2019, which will be the 17th pick. The oh Browns... yeah, 17. You probably get Odell Beckham at 17. What the fuck? The Browns second, their second third round pick this year, and Jabril Peppers. Wow. 
Yeah, he's been wow. real good. He's been real good throughout his so fucking career. So the first, the fifth, and Jabril Peppers. No, you get yeah the first. No, the first, the third, and Jabril. Yeah, Peppers. first, the third. Oh, I I think I I somewhat understand. I mean, what what is Beckham? Twenty going to be twenty seven this year? Twenty six or twenty seven? I don't remember. Yeah. I just it it, it just. Wait, okay, just, listen, my, it, it, I look at this the same way. It, people have been talking and asking me about this. Like, you know, obviously it's been coming up the last couple weeks. But, like, if you take someone number one overall, you pray in your wildest dreams they turn out to be Odell Beckham. Out of the last 20 number one overall picks, how many of them are better than Odell Beckham? Two? Three? Maybe? Maybe that was a number one pick. No, I'm just saying. Oh, oh. even even at number, he was number twelve. But even at number one, right? You yeah. you pray to fucking God they become Odell Beckham. Yeah, so what are we? If you just I, trade I away for the first they pick, one with Beckham. So maybe that's what they're thinking. I know, but the, every number point, their offensive numbers are night and day with him on the floor compared to not on the floor. I mean, on the field. Um, it, it's it, Eli Manning. His quarterback rating goes up like twenty points with Odell on the fucking field. I'm sure it's not gonna help Barkley let's, next let's year. Miles Garrett, he's not better than Beckham. Jared Goff, he's not better. Winston's not better. Clowney's not better. Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, you could make a claim for. He's no, a stand-up. no. Eric Fisher almost got cut by the Chiefs. He was so not great for his first few years. I'm not giving you that one. I'd give you Clowney over over Eric Fisher. But what a move! I just I'm like Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, Sam Bradford, Matt Stafford, Jake Long. So Luck, you could probably argue, is it because of his position? Yeah, Luck. I'll give you Stafford. Luck. I'll give you Luck. I'm not giving you Stafford. No, Jake. Jake Long. Jake Long. Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. So my so. point stands: two or three guys in the last fucking 15, 20 years. You. He's in the top 10% of your dream draft pick in anywhere at number one overall. We got him at 12. Like, well, I just don't get it. The only explanation it. is they want to be as bad as they can be for the next two to three years. Yeah, that's and great because we have the fucking most dyma- dynamic running back in the fucking NFL that has an eight-year lifespan. That's a good yeah, thing to no, do. No, that's why I didn't – I disagreed with them taking Barkley. I mean – the Jets tried to do this. They tried to. The Jets tried to do this four years ago. They tried to compete with their old team. Then they figured out, realized they couldn't do it, and then they traded or got rid of everyone. And then they had to rebuild from the ground up. I just didn't think that the Giants were that far away from competing. Like I thought that they had the ability to. I think. I mean, I, I should have known when they didn't have the guts to fucking cut Eli loose. It's seventeen million in cap space. That's a dominant two dominant defense or two defensive starters or a dominant lineman on either side of the well, ball like it's yeah that was a sign they 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 don't want to win with Eli they want him to groom the next quarterback yeah but I, that's what they're paying him for that's what that's what they're paying him for i just don't i don't get it i mean i didn't think that it, it's like it's kind of like the Kristaps thing i mean and Kristaps trade to me opens up way more because i think that the Knicks have I'm in the belief they have word that they're going to get free agents. Um, and even Dolan alluded to it today in his interview. But it, it just there's no there's no light at the end of the tunnel for this one for me. I don't see it. I don't see Well, you don't see it because it's four four years out. 
Okay, you gotta, you're you supposed to. Are you trying to sell me on that? Like, got, no, it's, that's 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 what they're doing. To me, you, but like, you got two first round picks. You got how many second round picks do you guys have? Uh, I think zero. Zero? Or no, one. We have our own. We don't have any yeah, thirds. Yeah, two we didn't. Picks, we didn't yeah, have any third rounder. round picks. So now and we have a third rounder. We didn't. And now you have a third rounder. We draft. Right, we we drafted Peppers, Sam Beal, who's, who's who's got potential. So now uh, there's our safeties: Jabril Peppers and and Bethea. and Bethea. I don't understand why they would sign Bethea, who's like 45. Yeah. Well, they also have Darian Thompson, who's had his flashes. They re- He had a really great rookie year, and he had his moments last year. So I guess they're not giving up on him totally. But, and the, but, and the Giants yeah, like, also aren't done like, in free agency. No they have roughly $30 million. Like That's why I said if, you're, if they're going to be bad, that's why I didn't understand. If they're going to be bad and you're going to waste the first half of Barkley's career, I mean, they should have taken Donald last year. I've always said it. They should have taken – they should have taken – a quarterback, and that likely should have been Sam Darnold, and then they would have had the room to to take t- their time with this rebuild. I I just it's, I don't like to, so with the my point before is like I did, you about not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with the Knicks. You see it like this summer we're gonna get it's either going to be it's either going to be great or it's going to be a disaster depending on what happens in free agency. If the Knicks don't get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, it's a disaster. That trade was not a good trade. If it doesn't – and that is a – we're rebuilt if we get those guys. The Knicks are rebuilt next season. If you're telling me this is a move that's going to help them be rebuilt in four or five years for the Giants, you're not going to convince me that trading Odell Beckham four years ago was the move that put you over the hill to, on a good rebuild. Like – we could have done it with OBJ in-house. We could have done it... You, I'm just going to say it could have been done a year faster, two years faster with OBJ there. You're trading away a piece for fucking draft picks that you pray become half of him. Like, what are we What are we doing? I just don't... I don't get it. I don't get it. He didn't have... The, I mean, he had a big contract, but, like, not... It's going to be... In three years, it's going to be a great contract because everyone's throwing well, out money like fucking years? candy. I think 15, 16. Yeah, it was like it was some. It might even might even been seventeen. But still, he was not the highest paid wide receiver. Um, and you know, contracts in the NFL they just go up and up and up and up, especially in a passer heavy league. Like wide receivers, I never thought they were really going to trade Beckham, but it just feels like this is this talks with the media has just they've just dragged it on for the last two years. I know it's just like it's fucking Inception. It feels like that's what it feels like. Like, Yeah, like what. how many times the the guy could not have been Gettleman could not have been more clear about every single time he was asked over the last year and a half, are you going to trade Odell? We didn't trade, we didn't sign him to trade him. We didn't sign him to trade him. It's same fucking answer, word for word, every time. Well, but clearly, this shows there was something, there was something to it because they ended up trading him. I know. I just don't get it. And he's not an Antonio Brown. He doesn't Gettle, cause Gettle, locker room Gettleman, problems. Gettleman, no, he's better than Brown. Gettleman's a dumpster fire. I just, I, I don't fucking. I don't get it. I don't know how did Mara sign off on this too. Like the the whole the whole thing was that Mara would never sign off on a Beckham deal. Like I just don't. I don't. It get seems, it. It maybe seems as if Gettleman is getting out. his way. It seems as if Gettleman is it now is the voice of the Giants. I'm thinking Mara didn't want Collins, which is in the season to be traded, and that's why he wasn't traded. Gettleman probably wanted to be traded. Now he's like, I told you so. We need to strip it down and they let Collins go and now he's getting his way likely and trading Beckham 
Well, I would have fucking let Collins go for that fucking money. But I mean, well, yeah. I, obviously you should have dealt him in the in the during the season. But it it just I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. If you're going to peddle this to me as some type of bullshit like locker room he wanted to rebuild from the ground up, I'm just not going to I'm not in that camp. I'm just always going to be in the camp it could have been done a year sooner. It could have been done 2 years sooner. You just there's no way you get dollar for dollar return on Odell Beckham. Just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen with any trade in the NFL. If you're trading a star player, the only the only way it happens is if if it, if the first round and the third rounder both turn into be Pro Bowl caliber players. That's literally the only way. they have to both be Pro Bowl caliber players, and Jabril Peppers all of a sudden has to be Pro Bowl caliber player. But we're uh, yeah. are 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 we praying that one of the three of them becomes a top three player at their position in the NFL? And even then, is that do they have the effect that Beckham does? It's not. This isn't like he's he puts up numbers and he doesn't really help them win. Like the the off it might not have translated to wins, but that's not on him. The Becca the the numbers prove the Giants are a way better offensive team with him on the floor or on the field. That's not a that's not up for debate at this point. There's three years of data on that. Four years of data. Yeah, and Barkley will have a really rough year now because this is gonna be nine in the box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna. Like yeah, if I'm in, if I'm in fantasy, I'm not time. touching Barkley unless he falls. And like, then we're gonna we'll fucking take DJ Metcalf with the fucking 17th pick, guy who can't fucking turn on a, a fucking can't make a fucking roundabout turn like a fucking tractor. That fucking guy. Oh, Dave, I feel for you. Oh, so really what does this mean for the Browns now? The Browns, come on! I mean, the Browns. I already thought they were going to contend for a AFC North title. And I he, think now. I mean, Jesus Christ, Baker Mayfield slinging the ball around to Odell. Give me got, a fucking break. They got break. Odell. They got Landry. Is Landry's a, a very good two? I think he's an awful one. They I, have Kareem Hunt. They have Kareem. I'm for, yeah. They have Kareem so the Hunt. so 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 Landry Landry is not in the trade. Yeah, Landry's no, not, not in the trade. So now they have Landry in the possession receiver role, where number two, Beckham one. They still have David Njuku, who made strides last year as the tight end over the middle of the field. They got Kareem Hunt. They have, they have Nick Chubb still, and they have Baker Mayfield, who had a great rookie. He's one of the best rookie seasons. What did he throw? 27, 27 and twelve. He went. 20, yeah, twenty-seven touch. Twenty-seven. And, and that was now. only in that was only in what thirteen, 13 games? games, like. I mean, you're you're looking. I mean, and they added to their defense too. Who did, who did they they got? They got they uh, Sheldon Ward. Richardson. They got Ward? Sheldon Richardson. They signed him, and they added some. They last year they got what was it? Denzel Ward. They took with the fourth pick, they got right? De- no, but they they just signed uh, Sheldon Richardson. I need oh, a fucking yeah. I need a fucking Xanax. Yeah, yeah, Dave, that's rough. Hey, yeah, I Dave. feel you though, dude. I feel you. I yesterday, dude, the Patriots just lost Trent Brown and Trey Flowers. Yeah, the I Patriots mean, lost a lot, but like they lost Cord- Cordero Patterson. Cordero let's, Patterson I mean, today. let's not act like you don't have eighteen years of of history of oh, of no, replacing I, players I, like this. I know we have know. no history I, of that. We actually have history in the other direction of not being able to do it. Yeah, they're they're banking on Isaiah Wynn coming back from injury after missing his rookie year and being able to replace uh, Trent Brown, and then. I mean, I guess they traded from Michael Bennett yesterday too, so that kind of that kind of replaces uh, Trey Flowers. So I guess I'm okay. I just like he like you see what he said. Like he's gonna stay inside the national anthem and he wants to talk politics with Trump and 
I mean, with oh Habakkuk, my god, with, you guys, you guys should fucking trade that guy before with, the season with, with starts. Brady and Kraft, he wants to talk. He t- wants to talk about the president. Like oh, that's a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna cause he's, an he's, issue. He's he's good. He's good for eight to nine sacks a year, but he's thirty three and a half years old. He's getting older. He had, was on one of the best D lines last year in Philadelphia. Now he's gonna be getting the double teams. Um, that's true. So I, I mean, talent wise. He's as talented as Trey Flowers, just older. But uh, I don't know. When I heard that, me and Dave were like laughing. We we're like, "That is not like that. That can destroy yeah, the locker room." Yeah, I mean, if I had my pick, I definitely would rather have had Trey Flowers than Michael Bennett. But I mean, I'm glad they at least went and got someone who's a high, who's like a high level defensive lineman. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully he, hopefully his personal shit doesn't cause problems. Because I mean, he is a shithead. I really like. I would have been happy without him on the team for sure, but I'm glad they at least went out and got someone immediately after losing Flowers. Yeah, I mean this is this is this is I mean they're they definitely took a little little step back and they lost Patterson. Who did Patterson sign with? I believe he went to the Lions as well. Let Dude, me see. So some like someone just fucking bears, sent me the bears. the fucking hold my beer gif and it's just like it's so accurate for like to describe Gettleman like his whole fucking tenure since he's been here like oh we're we're even though his first signing Nate Solder like we're gonna, there was I forgot the other guy who was a free agent at the time the other like huge left tackle who was graded higher than him like oh he, I won't make Nate Solder the highest paid lineman hold my beer like. I won't draft. I won't skip drafting a quarterback when we need one. Hold my beer. I'll, I won't let Eli stay for two years longer than he needs to. Hold my beer. I won't trade OBJ. Hold my beer. Like this guy is just fucking. I won't let Landon go. Hold my beer. Every fucking move this guy makes. Uh. Yeah, that's not great, Dave. I'm really sorry, man. This is two times in the past month that we've. Cutting bad trade news and if the universe the does the not give me Kevin Durant this summer, I swear to God, I think I'm gonna have. I need to be admitted to a mental hospital. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, when Kevin Durant signs elsewhere, we're yeah, gonna when have Kevin to Durant be signs with Phoenix. I'm gonna fucking throw <laughs> up. Oh, uh, Dave, I just I feel I feel so bad for you, man. I, I really. I really do. But, you know, I mean, this is probably the biggest impact move. I, that was one of our things we we're going to get to. Everything kind of just, like, a lot of questions got answered by this Odell trade. I mean, biggest impact on you guys and biggest impact on the Browns. I mean, I mean, so this now guarantees the Giants are taking Haskins at six. Yeah. Yes. It's now a lock. And there's only two teams that need a quarterback left in well, the, the NFL. The only thing, the only... Worst case scenario is someone moves up. Uh, that's what I'm worried about. I s- dude, oh my god! I, I just, I swear to God, if they fucking package these two first round picks to move up to the first pick, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna kill gonna somebody. That. I'm like, gonna that fucking be... kill somebody. I mean, this is one of the, this is like I feel like the Phil. This is like Phil Jackson in his last days. Like this dude's off his rocker. Get him out of like the owner's got to step in and get him the fuck out of here. It's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, I'm not, I know this is like a quick reaction and like, I'll settle down about this and I'll, I'll talk myself (laughs) into this some way, somehow. Like Perzingis. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's, there's soon hope at the end of the tunnel there. Um, at least I'm going to find out if this was a good move in the next four months. And we have some more news to report. 
Defensive end D Ford has is intending to sign with the San Francisco 49ers. You sure? Uh, you sure that Odell didn't fail his physical, and the trades canceled? I I, I, <laughs> I I don't think so. I don't think he had the physical yet. But D Ford, who led the NFL in sacks last year, is signing with San Francisco. That is a huge impact for them. Yeah, and, and they're then, getting Jimmy G back. So they're well, San Francisco. They'll have a better year this year for sure. They'll have they'll a better be year. Right? They're still not there, but. They'll be able to hang in the in the uh, NFC West, though. They'll at least like they'll they'll, they'll probably win six Eight, games, seven games seven, next year. Yeah. yeah, but like stepping from this year, I mean, that'll be an improvement. That'll be. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure the Cardinals will probably be better this year. That division will be fun to watch. Oh, I don't know. I think the Cardinals are in rebuild mode. They, they are, they but they'll be guys. better they than got, last year. Got, what? They'll be better than last year. Yeah, they were bad last year. Would they? Two games, three games. I will say, like I just saw, yeah. I just saw a tweet. Like this is, this these trades like per, is just goes to show you like what the difference in value is for like a receiver that is not a problem in the locker room to one that clearly is comparing this and Antonio Brown's trade. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of, that's another thing that happened since we last spoke. Fucking Antonio Brown out to Oakland. That's a move. Yeah, uh, it's a move, and they get they they get they get a they lot get, for him. What they get they a fifth get your rounder tackle. and a third? Yeah, a third, a, a third and a fifth. Yo, I heard the, I heard the I heard a report the Patriots offered a second and a fourth, and they said no. I make. I, I, I mean, that I would. Makes I sense. take. Yeah, that that makes sense. It actually me. makes sense because how can you do that to the league? How can you, you literally yeah, just you give them the next, Brown you the give the next two to three Super Bowls? Yeah, that, that, that'd be ridiculous. They'd be able to have And, like, the Patriots and Steelers I mean, Julian, have pretty Julian bad Edelman blood. is, like, Julian Edelman's maybe, like, the 30th best receiver in the NFL on any other team. And, you know, in the system he works. Antonio Brown, the best receiver, arguably, top two. It's going to be a Randy Moss-type season. But also, at the same time, like, Brady would be, like, if you open your fucking mouth one time, yeah, I'm not throwing you the ball. You won't see the fucking ball from now until Christmas. Yeah. And well, I'll take you know and I'll take, take a pay cut, just another pay cut just so we can get a receiver to throw the ball not named you. You you know what else the Patriots did today? They um picked up Josh Gordon's contract for another year. Yeah, I'm sure that receiving core would be pretty bad Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. Like what it, he hasn't been suspended, right? He's indefinitely sus- he's he's I think he's indefinitely suspended. Yeah, he's I reinstated. He, I didn't think he ever got. I think he may have get, been suspended by the team. No, I didn't think there was any suspension with him. I thought he just stepped down. And we were waiting. Yeah, I know for he's it. not eligible to play right now. Yeah, maybe he got put on some list, like the commissioner's exempt list or some shit like that. There was, or if, there's, like a, was there's like a there's like a. Like a mental health version of the physically unable to perform list. Yeah, that's uh, what it was. There, it's like I forget what it's called, but there's something along those lines. Like the, you know, they might they might qualify as a commissioner's exempt, but there is some like other fucking loophole bullshit list. Yeah, and also the um, the Raiders signed uh, Lamarcus Joyner. Um, yeah, that was the great. Rams, and they signed uh, Cannon. So they got they got a big tackle. They took they took your tackle from you. 
they got a safety. The defense needs a lot of work still, though. That's the thing. There's talks about them getting Le'Veon Bell, which I don't buy anything into, being that they don't have any cash flow. And, um, like, how much are they going to spend on offense? $50 million on on Brown, 100-something on Derek Carr. I mean, they, they what, how much did they get? Did they get the tackle for? They paid him a good amount too. I don't yeah. think they paid they him have like sixty-five. I don't think they have any money left. They they like 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 my my friend who's a Raiders fan. He was saying like they like they have no cash flow right now. Like they're like that's why they're moving to Vegas for tax exemption purposes and everything. Like they don't they like really. And they have a lot of backloaded contracts for that for that reason because their the money isn't isn't there right now. And Which like, they like, they're in Oakland for another two years now. Two years? No, is it this, one? Yeah, no. no. They're plan. They're not thinking the stadium's going to be done even the season after. They said potentially the next season as well. That's not definite yet, but they like they've already said that they will stay in Oakland another year potentially. Yeah, Antonio Brown's not going to be happy with that. No, definitely. He not. got traded to Las Vegas, not Oakland. <laughs> in his mind, yeah. But like, I, I was I was listening to people talk about this the other day. Like, what Antonio Brown's got to be like? He's got to have the the best seasons of his career, like those type of years, to make this deal like worth well, it. It's not think, they're I certainly not a Super Bowl contender, and he's only I mean, there think, for three years. I think they'll put up like almost career like numbers with them just because they're going to be losing so many games because of their defense being dead last. Is I, I mean, mean that's another thing like how yeah. how long until he's not happy? The first time that, he doesn't that, get thrown to 10 show, times and they're 1 in 5 does he, like does he care about winning though or does he care about getting his numbers and getting paid? Because theoretically, he could be getting 15 to 20 targets a game, getting 10 catches, 150 yards a touchdown a game. He could easily do that. He's going to be getting he's going to be getting an absurd amount of targets. So Yeah, he is. <laughs> so if he gets those targets and he doesn't say anything and he has his money, maybe he doesn't care about winning. I mean, clearly, I mean, he did a good amount of winning with the Steelers and with one of the best quarterbacks of our generation. Yeah, and he didn't. And he like it. <laughs> clearly wasn't happy. So, I mean, a rough season for them was 9-7. and seven. <laughs> You'll be lucky if you sniff six wins in Oakland. Yeah, seriously, there. That's gonna be like, rough for him. Well, also, if we're ready to trade Odell, why didn't the Giants look? Why didn't they call the Arizona Cardinals? Say, how's Josh Rosen number one pick sound? How's that sound? Does that work for you guys? I feel like I feel like the, the Browns just offered them this. Uh, like they called them and they just like they were like, we'll give you this and we'll give you this and we'll give you this, and they just like accepted it and like they're gonna regret it in two days. Because like, they weren't shopping him. They they they. This was offered to them. Dude, but, he got uh, Gettleman got hoodwinked, bamboozled, fuck, fooled all of them. I mean, I know, like I'm, like I said, I'm gonna talk myself into it. It's not as terrible as I'm making it out to be. It's just like it, the shock value. Well, th- well, and- the bright side is this is the most I've ever hear, heard anyone getting for a wide receiver before. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the thing. Normally, like. Like you said, like I know Antonio Brown has the distractions, and he is a prime. He is in the prime of his career, but this is the most I've ever heard a wide receiver in their prime going for. With granted, but if but if I was the Browns, I'd I'd make this deal in a second. Yeah, I mean that's why they did it. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it 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 usually the team that's giving up the receiver always loses the deal. I feel like always. 
Like, we got San Antonio Holmes. He only had a couple good years to the Jets, but we gave up a fifth rounder for him. He had, like, two to three solid years. Like, we won that trade. I mean, like... Brandon Marshall, fifth, fifth rounder, too. Brandon Marshall's fifth round pick. He had a career year with us. And then and then a, then a then the bad year was, like, 1,000 yards. Like, his bad year. Like, I mean, it, it's just... Like, like I don't know why teams don't trade for receivers more often. Or players for general, because they're, they're always devalued. Like, I agree. There's so you can get so many people for like like a player that can really be a starter and help your team. Like the for like Jets a fourth, fifth, Darren sixth round. The Jets we're going to trade Darren Lee when before we got hoodwinked by Anthony Barr, which is another thing to talk about. Yeah, I mean, that's why. I mean, you know, Darren Lee probably could have been had for a fifth or sixth rounder. I mean, he's not great, but he's a solid, fast lineman, linebacker. Like he's he's fast. He can. He has a few. He had a few picks this year, a few sacks. He he's definitely worth a sixth rounder. He was a first round pick for us. It's so, a, but now we're gonna keep him. We sign, we do sign C.J. Mosley, who I absolutely love. I don't care the cost of seventeen million. I think he's a pure stud. Yeah, I love you guys him. Have the money. You guys I think have the money. I, I think he's right below, like Wagner and Keekley. I think he's right in that class. Like he he's he can cover. He can he doesn't really rush the passer much, but middle linebackers don't do that. He's great in run defense. He he made a lot of big plays this year. Interceptions. Um, He'll make. I think he'll make us a lot better, like a ton better. Um, the Jets also signed James Crowder. I thought that was a good signing for for uh, Darnold. Three years, twenty-seven million. Quick on average screen, he averages like twelve yards on a screen. Give him a bunch of quick screens, and then the Jets traded for um, what's his name? Osemile. I forgot his first name. It's something really long. And he was one of the premier um, guards before he had a down year last year because of injuries. So the Jets addressed their offensive line in part. They added a receiver. Uh, they added a great, one of the best middle linebackers. Um, and now we're just waiting on Le'Veon Bell. Well, speaking of Le'Veon Bell, we're let's defend the wall. Let's defend the wall. Le'Veon will come up and defend the wall. So let's... Uh... Let's go there. Who wants uh, I think Dave, you went first last week? Yeah, yeah he did. All right, Sully, A through D. A. A, you brought him up. You get to talk about him. I know. So, it. I, it had to be A. Le'Veon Bell will sign with a team in the AFC. Okay. Um, so if he signs with a team in the AFC, it's, it's going to be either the Ravens, who are – Coming or may sign Mark Ingram, the Jets or the Jets, um, or possibly the Oakland Raiders. If he signs in the NFC, it's going to be either the Bears or the Eagles. If he signs with the Bears or the Eagles, it's going to be because his price his his uh, price comes way down to ten to twelve million, and I do not think he has the ego to sign for less money to go to a preferred or better contender. He is he's not that type of guy. He missed out on fourteen million last year. He had two years thirty three million and three years forty five million from the Steelers. If he doesn't get at least that, he's gonna look like an idiot. And I don't know what the Jets are offering, but it's definitely something near around there. We're we're offering him the best contract right now. We gave him a deadline of tomorrow. Um he's gonna look so, so dumb if he doesn't if he signs for three years, thirty million with like twenty million guaranteed. He this will be Apparently the owners are like furious with him. They no one wants to give him money after him sitting out last year. Inevitably, I think he's gonna have to take the money and stay with the Jets. The Jets are bidding against themselves right now. There's no one else actively pursuing Le'Veon Bell, which is kind of hilarious and comical. 
because um, he thought he was going to get twenty million a year, and he, he <laughs> may not even be getting fourteen and fifteen million a year. The Jets get him for fifteen million a year. Uh, great, I'm thrilled about it. I just want him on the team as long as it's somewhat reasonable. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 million a year. I don't care. Get Le'Veon Bell, receiver, running back, pass protector. I think he will sign with the Jets for that reason because he can't say no to the money because he will he will look like the dumbest person in America. And there's a lot of dumb people right now in America in the public eye. <laughs> Love how he brought it <laughs> brought it back to there. Uh, Dave, you got B through D. I don't even know who I was throwing shade at. I think I was throwing shade at like 10 people at once. I know. <laughs> that was so broad, but it just was it was everything. Yeah. All right. Uh what do they got four today? Yeah, we got B through D left. Uh C. C, Dave. This was something different, but I changed it in light of the new news. So you can talk about this a little bit more from the other side. Oh, the but... Browns are gonna win the AFC North. That's not not too bad. Um, I think this is... Everyone else sucks. (laughs) Their whole division went from, like, good to trash. The Bengals have been trash for literally since, like, 2007. Uh, The Ravens, I don't even know who's left on the team, but but at least they have a quarterback that can run 25 times a game, so that usually translates to wins. They lost their whole defense. That usually translates to wins in the NFL. Um, And... uh, the Steelers, I mean, they've clearly gotten worse. They haven't. I don't know anyone that they've any impact, impactful addition they've made this off season. I haven't heard their name once besides Antonio Brown, former Steeler, and Le'Veon Bell, former Steeler. Um, so I, I, I just don't know. Ben's another year older. He had some stretches last year, although he had a great, ended up having a great year. He had a couple, couple stretches where he really showed his age. Um, and I just, you know, it's. Just not not looking good for anyone else, and the Browns clearly are on the up and up. They got unarguably a top three receiver in the NFL today. Um, Seventeen, you're probably not going to get anyone of worth. So can't wait for the Giants to make that pick. Um, and you add a dynamic playmaker to a quarterback that looked as impressive as any rookie in the last you know twenty years has looked at the quarterback position, um, and he's. And then you got Kareem Hunt coming back. I mean, who knows? You figure he's going to be out for six to ten weeks, but he's coming back at some point, and he's going to be good, just like Odell is going to be good, and he'll probably make Landry better, and he'll make it that much easier for Nick Chubb. And their defense is great. They have two solid pass rushers now in Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon. And, you know... They've just got it all combined with them on the up and every single other team in their division going down. I think I think the Browns are – I'd be shocked if they're not favored to win the division. I love it. Every reason I would have given. And apparently they just signed – I agree with everything you said. They Apparently the, the Steelers signed uh, cornerback Steve Nelson from the Chiefs. So he is a good cornerback. Okay. That does help their defense. That That is good. And they, and they did re-sign their whole offensive line for the next – three years they have them so they do they do have the line they got connor but i agree they the browns they're just they're a juggernaut yeah i'm excited it's a team I'm that happy could win 12 13 games i mean you're talking about how weak the division is those yeah. are four five i mean they're getting five, they're getting wins. minimum four wins in the division yeah four to yeah, five that's 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 very very true they're gonna they're gonna run shit for sure i'm excited um moving on though we got b and d left 
Sully. Let me try and read you. Like Carabas reading Bregman. Yeah. The rock. <laughs> oh my god. The the, the um, rocket. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. B. Sully. Antonio. We kind of already talked about this. Um, Antonio Brown will have the best season of his career in Oakland. Yeah, I kind of did shed light upon this. Yeah, of. so you, you could just rehash your main points. Yeah. Um, it's just based on opportunity. Their, their defense is going to be such Swiss cheese as usual. They're going to they're draft, hopefully, all defense. Hopefully, they'll get some young talent. Who knows? They, they should get some young talent, and, you know, some will pan out. But the defense will be bottom four or five. Regardless, the Raiders should be able to score points, but they're going to be losing probably 75% of the games in the second half, third quarter. The best player is Antonio Brown. I mean, who else are you going to throw the ball to if you're Derek Carr? Jared Cook is a free agent. Last year, all they did was throw to Jared Cook and Jalen Richard out of the backfield. Now he's got a, a, a brand-new shiny toy in Antonio Brown. Derek Carr is a very capable passer. I think I think people have written him off. I think he's at least an average quarterback. He's going to be targeting 15 to 20 times a game. His conversion percentage will not be great, possibly, but I think you can expect 110 to 120 catches, um, 1,500 yards, and maybe 12 touchdowns. Maybe not best in every single category, but he may set some career highs, definitely in catches, and um, he'll be up there in yards and touchdowns, I think. Um, touchdowns may be tough for him. He's probably going to get doubled in the in the red zone, but um, he's going to eat. He's definitely going to eat uh, based on opportunity alone. So, Yeah, I like it. And Dave... I'll give you something you'll be happy to be talking about for the last one here. Dave, even with LeBron, the Lakers are not a better team than they were last year. Oh, he's muted. Oh, <laughs> I was of like, course. I was like, he, I was like of course. this guy really lost his mind. He's talking to himself. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I mean, the look at the records. They're identical. We added LeBron. And we didn't add any wins. Um, so, it's you know, you're looking at this team. Clearly, LeBron has not been a leader this year. And he's, one could definitely argue, ruined that locker room, at least for the second half of the season. Um, I don't know if it was the something that happened over the injury or just him being out. But there's no... There's no way you can be what they were before the LeBron injury, before Christmas, to just a complete 180 um, down there. LeBron looks disinterested. He looks tired at times. He's certainly not given much effort, especially on the defensive end of the floor. Um, and uh, it's just rubbing off. I mean, these kids are 20, 21, 22 years old, like looking up to a guy that they've, they're playing with a dude they've admired their entire lives. Like, these kids were like, you know, seven or eight probably when LeBron was born. Not even. Kyle Kuzma was probably like four or five when LeBron was drafted. So he's their MJ. He's their Kobe. Like, it's just, he's clearly not been a good leader this year, and it's had a much more detrimental impact on the other players than his positive additions have been on the court. Um, and even the second half, this hasn't even been that much, like, Yes, he's putting up numbers still. Like he's still. You look at the stat sheet, and you you would say LeBron is having another great LeBron year. You watch a game, and it could anyone with a mind will show you that it's not. It's. I mean, it's it's worse than his year in 2015. And 2015 was the worst year of his career in like 10 years. 
Hey, man. Fuck the Lakers. Straight I, I up. think you could say they're even worse. I, I, I guess I'm a, a step further because <laughs> being, and I normally defend LeBron, but I think they're worse because they lost Julius Randle, a very good player, and now he's since gone better because they wanted to sign two max guys, and they couldn't, and they had to refill the roster with the JaVale McGee's, the Lance Stevenson, the Cantavius Cardwell Popes of the world. So they they lost Julius Randle basically for one-year one contracts on the hope of signing a Jimmy Butler, what it looks like now. And Julius Randle's a 20-10 and 10 guy, believe it or not. I, yeah. I really didn't like that they let him go. He He's a really solid player. More than solid. I mean, 20 and 10, you can't get that from many people. You know, who, he'd be also a, a nice little trade piece if you were trying to acquire a guy like, uh, I don't know, Anthony Davis, maybe? Yeah, he could be a. He could be a. But he instead, could be he's on Anthony Davis' team already. Yeah. He could be a focal point in that. You give him You give him Randall. You give him Randall Kuzma first. There you go. There's Anthony Davis. Yeah. Randall Kuzma first. And now, yeah. now they get they now they're gonna it's maybe gonna, maybe Josh Harden there maybe and maybe what are, I just don't understand the long term plan like next year they get they get Anthony Davis and one you they'll need have Kyrie Irving you need best, Kyrie Irving but they can't they can't work. do it they can't do it not at Kyrie's full max number it, it would be really tough they it would be really I mean. It, or someone would have, oh no Anthony Davis doesn't have a max yet though he's only making twenty five million. No, he's got a, he's got a max. He's LeBron's just not a max. That's what the max Le- was at LeBron's that time. Thirty five and LeBron's thirty five, so they could. They just wouldn't have anything around them. But it, it it would be tough. But that's the only that's the only way. You're getting those three together, then they're 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 contenders. They're top four team. But I mean, people have talked about it. Trading LeBron, if you can get value for LeBron, I would trade him. Doesn't he have a no trade clause? No. He doesn't. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. I don't think he does. Yeah, no, he has a full no trade clause. I was gonna say, like, did, do you uh, think the dude I'm, came there for basketball? No, he came there for everything that's not basketball. He doesn't have a no trade clause. I that think seems very fine. that seems very unlike full, LeBron. I think he has a full no trade clause. That Hold would on. be my. I thought that was his last deal. Too. I mean, he's had that his whole his whole career up and once he got to Miami, he's had that his whole career for eight, the last eight years. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he has a fifteen percent trade kicker. That's it. Okay, twenty nine teams would trade for him. Yeah. Like, especially I, if you're telling me like the price is a little lower. I mean, what's the price for LeBron? I, I don't know, but I would. I if you don't think you can get, you may not even be able to get Anthony Davis, let alone Kyrie Irving. I mean. Then your next three to four years, you're gonna trade your assets, your young talent for the last three or four years. I mean, they would never, they would never do this. Would never happen because of their relationship and whatever. But imagine, just, yeah. just as a barometer for what it would take to get LeBron, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and all four of the first round picks that you guys have this year. Does that is that a, enough? Players of players you're, of that you're quality. Me to trade is for the Celtics to trade for LeBron. I'm saying uh, is that oh. package too much? I'm um, obviously that trade would never happen, much. but just yeah. as a as oh, a barometer, yeah. I think, I think it would. I, I think I would be comfortable if I'm the Celtics. I would give up Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and two first round picks. About Bradley, but the two Bradley lower first round picks. Bradley Beal and two first round picks. Bradley Beal and two first round picks. Uh, Washington's first round picks. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably do that if I was the Lakers. I, I like know. Bradley Beal. And I don't that, know well, if I would do the, that. The if first I was round pick Wizards. next year would be much, would be middle of the pack or higher. But this year it'd be a top eight or seven, seven or eight. Probably well, it couldn't be next 10. year. It'd be this year and three year or two years from now. Oh yeah, true. So, um, so you wouldn't know really that because it could be could be better. You know, LeBron. Is just, it, it, it could be the Wizards trying to sell tickets before the. I mean, yeah, the, they wouldn't have a good team still. You know, it would be crazy. The Raptors traded Kawhi straight up for LeBron. Yeah, but it, I mean, it can't happen now because he's expiring. But like, I would make that deal if I was the Lakers, because then Kawhi would want to go to the Lakers. He doesn't want to go to the Lakers because LeBron's yeah, there. Yeah, just because LeBron. I, I would make the deal if I was probably both. LeBron can go hang out with his butt buddy Raptors, Drake in Toronto. Kawhi's staying or not? Yeah, and Le- LeBron gets exiled to Canada for three years. We don't have to hear about him. That would be pretty awesome. You know what's awesome right now, though. Just got to give a quick shout-out. I've been a little mesmerized by this game. Um, the Hartford Hawks, who were formerly down 20 oh, points, shit. are now down. Boys are making eight. a comeback. Now they've, They were just down seven a moment ago. They're down eight now to UMBC in the semifinal of the American East tournament. It's on ESPN+, Plus, but uh, I'm not poor, Sully. I pay for subscriptions. Um, <laughs> it is four no. bucks a month, you know. It is four bucks a month, but it is well worth it because Hartford steals on a breakaway two on three on oh, let's go. and they lay it in down six points right now. Oh my wow. god, Hartford minus one is alive and well right now. Let's go. Oh, glad we got the got the people going in that. There's only four minutes left though. Yeah, but I mean, oh my god, they just stole again. Oh my god, they're the best team in the country. Oh my God, guys! Watch out, hard for attorney time. Okay, but anyways, we're gonna get one. I've got a, a new segment, guys. It is called "Call the Lawyers." Anytime someone gets in trouble, now we're gonna talk about it in this segment. Call oh, the lawyers. I love it. Conor McGregor called his lawyer yesterday because he got arrested in Miami for allegedly smashing someone's phone and faced two charges: one being strong arming slash robbery. Didn't know the term strong arming was a legal term, but whatever. And criminal mischief, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something I've been trying like to that before. That before. <laughs> I Back mean, ironically like, enough, he just finished up his probation for the Brooklyn Dolly through the bus window incident. Almost a bullet with that one. He just finished up his probation. For that, like last week, so that dude probably had a fucking timer ready to go. Oh, I can do bad shit again. <laughs> I can go back to America again. He literally has come back here like three or four times, maybe. He just like doesn't come here, <laughs> and then now all of a sudden, right when that's up, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to fucking Miami." That's, I mean, that's really all he can do. I mean, yeah, that's what I, I don't know, but I, I hope he's okay. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. uh um, you know, I hope he doesn't lose anything from this. I hope he doesn't go to jail. I hope he doesn't get, like, his visa revoked. Yeah, for I two- mean, just get, dude, f- fucking cut the guy a check for five grand and tell him to shut the fuck up. Sorry, I, I kind of froze out there. Technical difficulties. I don't really know what you guys said, but, I mean, I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan, but what is this idiot doing? <laughs> what is he doing? He's like, being the notorious, like, man. Honestly, He's going around, honestly, I whatever mean, I the, he, whatever I the just, fuck he wants. I I I mean it's not a really a huge deal I don't think like I said I had criminal mischief when I went through the lollipop and broke the light and I got out of that easily 
I mean, but I mean, like Dana White just has to be fucking fuming. He has to be absolutely just. He does not want to hear Conor McGregor's name anymore at this shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, though, he still is the biggest pay per view draw. So he he like this just adds to Conor McGregor. Dana White, when he sees shit like this, it's like dollar signs. It's like, oh, now when he comes back, the two time the two time criminal <laughs> fighting he, in the UFC, it just when's his next fight. Well, he's suspended until April for or May for the thing that happened after his last fight with Khabib when Khabib jumped out of the cage and then And Dana White didn't suspend him, Nevada did, right? Yeah, Nevada did, but he they only fight him in Vegas really. I mean, they only do one MSG a year. They only do like one like staple set. You know what I mean? He's like an he's like a, a New York or um Las Vegas fight. I, and I like, think Conor McGregor might need to see like a therapist or something because I... no, you know what happened? Here's what happened. He made all that money. He made a hundred million dollars when he fought Floyd Mayweather, and then he's just like, oh, I can literally do whatever the fuck I want. And now his whiskey makes a ton of money. He's like yeah. the sole owner of that. Like he literally, he he has like another. How is like, his whiskey? Have you has anyone had it? I don't really. I, ironically enough, being Irish, I don't really like Irish whiskey. But my friends that do like Irish whiskey, like it. They said it's pretty good. Like what is they've it had called? it. Just Proper twelve. Proper twelve. Proper twelve. He I think hasn't gone outside the house without talking about it in the last year. Yeah, so like, I don't know how you don't know about. It, to be I don't. I don't. I don't really. No, it's just everywhere. If you look at his Twitter, that's all it is, is people just being like, yeah, drinking that proper 12, and he, like, retweets it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's smart. I mean, it's, at least he's fucking putting his money to work. Oh, yeah, never mind. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen this. Twenty nine ninety nine. But, yeah, yeah, he also doesn't give it. Like, that Mayweather fight changed his fucking life. He went from having, like, $5 million in the bank to, yeah, I have $100 million now. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, literally, exactly what happened, like, even like the biggest you like for a for a UFC pay per view, he makes maybe like a million, maybe two, and th- that was only like the last like three he did. He was making that much money because he was having the highest selling ones ever. But I mean, like, I mean, they it's, make just, it, it's never going to be as high as boxing unless it's like incredibly more popular. Because you just boxing, you know, you're getting like four to five solid rounds. Like you just know it, especially yeah. especially if it's like a heavyweight fight, like. It, it, those like not fighters are just like too tactical now, and they know too much about the sport, like to not right. to just like come out throwing haymakers, you know? Yeah, you watch. Yeah, yeah. People aren't gonna people worry. Like you saw like like the last UFC pay per view, or no, no, no. Sorry, like one of the, the ESPN Fight Night that was on. The fight ended in like thirty seconds. Yeah, it was he, a first round knockout. Do you know how pissed I am if I spend eighty dollars on a thirty second fight? Dave, that's why you do this. You do this fight, thing. I enjoyed the fight too. The McGregor. No, obviously, fight. I'm I'm streaming it illegally, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people aren't. You know, that was that was a fun fight. It went went ten rounds, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the it first wasn't like the three best rounds fight ever, but it was it was the first five or six rounds. We're like, okay, the first did he? Honestly, like people don't give McGregor enough credit. He landed. The most shots anyone's ever landed on Floyd yeah, Mayweather. Yeah, landed the most he, shots. He won ever. rounds against Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> like he definitely he did better Floyd, than him. But Floyd knew that. Floyd knew exactly when he was knocking he, he him out the that, entire but, time. But still, but still, yeah. he, like he still did things that no one he no one ever could do against him. If, I, honestly, I mean, Floyd if, bet on himself to knock him out in the tenth round. 
Yeah, I bet you did too. No, he he came oh, out and said really it because you're allowed to bet on yourself in boxing. Right, 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 right. You just Damn. can't bet against yourself. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, and then he's just like, yeah, true, because that's not like there's so many things. So that he just happen. knew what that's was happening. Bet. It came out in the ninth round, started getting him primed, didn't throw any real haymakers. And then tenth round, he was just like, okay, this fight's gonna end now. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't we're have done to here. Lose four rounds though. He didn't so, have to lose four rounds though. It, it sucks. It sucks that it sucks that like they the boxing has the rules it does for like considered like knockouts because McGregor was pissed because he, he got back up and he's like I'm on my feet. He's like get out of my way. Like let me back at him. Like he's like no I want to get like knocked the fuck out if I'm gonna get knocked out. He was like he was pissed at. That was the only thing he was mad about. That he that was, was like, easily the most tired he's ever been in his life. Though. Oh yeah, he was exhausted at the end of that. But because what is it? It's three minute rounds in boxing. Yeah. Yeah. So that he yeah he was twenty he was thirty minutes in yeah dude he had never fought more. And he's than not known to be minutes. a cardio guy at all. No, he got he, better in any of his five rounds. Gotten better. Yeah, it's at the end. Unbelievable. Yeah, but you know yeah that's going to be a new segment. Anytime anyone gets in trouble, we're just going to call the lawyers. Real people quick. always get in trouble. We 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 should call up Russell Westbrook. Yeah, literally <laughs> oh, Russell Westbrook. Let's yeah you know what we're going to get into the NBA. So let's just talk about that real quick. Russell Westbrook getting fined twenty five thousand dollars, getting a dude kicked out of uh, Utah's arena forever. Uh, so apparently, beating up women is bad. We can all agree with that. You shouldn't touch women, but you can say you're going to beat up a woman, and that's fine, I guess. That's fine. Yeah, was it, it was a twenty five thousand dollar fine for saying you're going to assault a woman? I mean, come on, you're going to find the guy twenty five thousand. I mean, I mean, we'll I get thought to the it was a guy. What? He said, he said, I'll fuck up you and I'll fuck up your wife. He said both. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'll fuck up you and your Jeez. wife. And he, and he said it twice. All right? In a world where we're, people are way too sensitive to things, I mean, violence against women is not one of those things. And to be fined 25000 for that, for something that, for like what people get fined for technical fouls, is embarrassing for the NBA. I mean, yeah. this whole situation, situation is embarrassing. The fans do get away with too much i will say that they do in utah the seats are way too close um which is which is like a design issue it's a complete like they shouldn't have people that close but i mean i mean you can see why russell westbrook would be angry the comments were he took them as racist i I thought they were homophobic but he took them yeah, I thought they were. I thought they. I I thought that too. He I said, didn't understand. Yeah, said, yeah I didn't see the racist like side to. either. Like, yeah, he said, "Get down on your knees like you used to." Maybe if you're an African American, maybe you can see that point of view. We are not, so we don't see that point of view. But th- doesn't mean he he took it that way. He has the right to take it that way. But I mean, as like we say, we 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 just kind of saw that as homophobic. Like, get down on your knees. But whatever, he took it that way. Um, the fan has said some f- fucked up shit. Um, sure, he did say bad shit, like uh, like uh, not absolving him. Tom's freaking out right now, but yeah, dude, I mean, Hartford down two with two oh minutes boy. and one second so to go. The NBA has a big problem on their hands. How do you think they should handle it, Dave? Um, I it's clearly like they're both very wrong in this situation. Um, yeah. I don't I don't believe every word that guy says, and I surely don't believe every word Russell Westbrook says. Every fucking player is going to come to the defense of Russ, whether they saw it, whether they didn't hear it, whether they agree, whether they disagree. It's just by default. I don't put any fucking word into what the how the players feel in this opinion. There, it's a 
it's a fraternity and they always defend themselves and that's how it should be but that doesn't mean that you're always right or you're always telling the truth um that's what gets sacrificed in that so i i just this is not it, it, let's not act like this isn't a pattern of behavior for russell westbrook he's gotten it into fans yes a few times in utah but um other places as well he's someone who cannot control his emotions he's you know rude it, 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 he says all everyone's talking about how the fans say shit when they know the players can't do anything back they won't the players won't do anything like motherfucker you're just saying that because you know you can't do anything the fans not going to do anything what's the fan going to do run onto the bench and spend fucking 3 weeks in jail like no <laughs> Yeah, that's a bullshit excuse. They're, they're absolved. They're, they're saying, like Michael K said, they have like this force field around them. Like, if you hit the player, you're going to jail. If the, if the player hits you, he's probably not going to jail. He's getting suspended. Yeah, exactly. So, so really, who has the protection? Who is the better lawyer? Yeah, what are you I talking mean, about? That's what. Yeah, I just I never understood that argument. It's just a Russell Westbrook. T- he's the fucking boy who cried wolf with a fight. He's never thrown hands once in his fucking life in the NBA. Never on the court. He talks more and, shit than anyone in the league, and he's never fucking raised a and, hand once. And remember when that guy put the phone in his face? He he said after that he said, "Oh yeah, if he did that in the street with me, he wouldn't he he wouldn't say it." That's to me another in the one. Yeah, I don't play that like, shit. I don't play like, that I don't shit. Play like that shit. Okay, so you're, you're saying you'd beat him up or you'd kill him? What do you? I mean? always and then, I always and then, fucking. The next, and then a couple weeks ago. A boy touches him, and he's saying, and he gives the the father a, lect, uh, a yeah, lecture. Yeah, like, that was yeah, another kid, thing. Like, fuck you on that for Russ. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like the, the it's kid a fucking six year old kid. Who cares? Seven. The kid was seven, and then he and then he says after that you could that that he like assaulted him, and like you could hurt someone. A seven year old touched you. He touched you. Yeah, yeah. everyone saw like, it. Like it, he like, didn't hit you. He didn't push you. He 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 touched your arm. That's just another example of why Russell Westbrook will never get it. How would yeah? How would how would Steph Curry have handled that? How he would have laughed it off? He would have laughed it off, gave him a wink, and how, just how would on. yeah? How would LeBron have handled that? He would have given him his headband after the game. How would and, 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 and James and Harden we like are, anyone as more as critical of LeBron as everyone? He would have given him his headband. He would have done something. To LeBron would have yeah would have never done. I am I'm the most critical person in the world of LeBron. He would have never done something like that. Yeah, that was that was real bad. That was a bad look. I mean, it's I, just like, like I agree with you there, Dave. I hate LeBron, but he definitely never would have done he that. He wouldn't. He's not that stupid. Russell Westbrook cannot control his emotions to the point of it makes him look stupid. To not the point st- where he needs to lecture a seven-year-old. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, like it's no secret we all we all hate him. Uh, Tom probably hates him the least, but like. Uh, uh, yeah, I definitely hate him the least, but I mean, I'm not a You're not a fan, fan of him, but it's like, I don't know how people are a fan of him. I just don't, uh, like, he just seems like, a, he seems like a shitty person. And to he me, just, like, uh, the whole argument about, like, being a fan doesn't, like, like, buying a ticket doesn't absolve you or, like, or let you do whatever you want, like, outside of racial stuff, yeah, it fucking does. That's exactly what it fucking buys me. I can drop F-bombs at you if I want. I can say whatever the fuck I want to you. Like, you know, it's a, and it goes back to the same thing. Oh, you know he's never going to do anything. Like, yeah, okay, he knows I'm not going to do anything either. Like, I'm not going to... You think, this you think isn't Jordan fucking, never got cursed at? Exactly. This isn't fucking soccer where you have you actual LeBron lunatics running at? on the, f- the fucking field. Like, it's the NBA. It's happened... <laughs> the, only, the fans don't... When has a fan ever come on the court? Any single time in history. Like, in, let's... I'm, I, you know, I'm not counting like the 50s or 60s but like 
any time in modern history, when does a fan come on the court in a negative manner? You've seen a few but, people come on and like, oh, LeBron, I like want to hug you, like huge fans or something. But how many times have we seen the players go into the into the stands? One time. One time. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, t- tell me where these players are so not protected and these fans are so protected. I hate people who are tough guys about a situation that they know will never happen. Uh, he's lucky I'm not at this place or I'd fuck him up. Uh, you know, because that's never going to fucking happen. You say that because you <laughs> know you're hold never going to have to go. Man. Yeah, me. the hold me back generation of the NBA. That's what they should fucking call this. And Russell Ooh, Westbrook Marquise, is the fucking Marquise, team Marquise, captain. Marquise, Chris, and Sergi Baca really went out. Yeah, they, that's good. They, that was great. They should show Res- Westbrook fucking tape of that game so he actually knows what it's like to throw a punch after running his fucking mouth. Yeah, I mean, they missed, but Sergi Baca literally grabbed his neck and threw him five feet back. That's fine. That's a, that's a real fight. That's a 90s fight. That's a yeah. real good fight. Yeah, that was a that was some crazy shit. That was Serge went right at him. Serge Serge grabbed his neck and threw him against the thing. I was like, what? Yeah, and yeah he get, he gets suspended, and then the coach is like, you can't do this, and yeah. it probably doesn't happen again with that player. Yeah, bang bang, that's it. Whatever. There there you go. You you get your you, you get your like, three games. That's it. There you go. There and no one no one everyone forgot it happened already. No one remembers. It's been a twenty four hours. We all forgot. Like, it's just, yep. okay, got a suspension, great. Next. Well, what are we talking about? Westbrook being in fucking Westbrook. Yeah, you know, I mean, another thing we'll probably forget about is that the Warriors are struggling right now when they win the championship. But, you know, the Warriors are struggling right now. They're uh, they, they're not looking too hot. Four Dude, and six hurting. in their last ten. Like, I don't know what's going on out in Golden State, man, but I'll this makes you, them look real beatable. Wrong with them. I'll tell you what is going wrong with them. Everyone jumped on on the Demarcus Cousins thing, and he is hurting them more than he's helping them. And it's defensively; it's he he can't guard people. He doesn't have the quickness. He doesn't he he he's he's doing three point eight fouls a game in twenty five minutes. Do you know how bad that is? Yeah, it's terrible. He he couldn't yeah. guard. He turns it over a lot. He commits a lot of fouls, and he's not very efficient. He shoots a lot of three pointers. So here's the thing. People realize, like, they got another star. There's so many mouths to feed. Here's the thing. How efficient is Kevin Durant? How efficient is Klay Thompson, Stephen Curry? Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant especially one of the most efficient players. But how efficient are Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, and DeMarcus Cousins? Not as efficient as them. You'd much rather those guys shoot three-pointers and shoot free throws, right? Yeah. You would, you yeah, would much rather the, the Draymond Greens of the world than DeMarcus Cousins shooting. So it's, it's, it's more chances for players who aren't Durant and Curry to score and hurts them defensively. He rebounds. He helps them rebounding, and he's a good passer. That's where he helps them. But uh, but other than that, what is going on with this game, Fuck. guys? Oh, man. I'm sorry. Dude, they just hit a big three. UNBC, they're up four right now. Some dude is literally oh, just standing dude, right what? in front of the camera. Oh, man. This is the last 30 seconds of this game. Oh, no way. No way. Way to follow your shot, dude. Whoever that kid was. And did he get to the line? Yeah. Yeah, he got fouled. He he hit, missed a three. He followed a shot, and then he got pretty much a, con- All right, well, a pretty I'll, heavily. I'll continue my little, my little. Yeah, geez. I think I think the I think the Warriors are in trouble. Um, they're they're four and six in the last ten. They they signed Andrew Bogut. That shows you that they're they do need help. They need help around the rim. Um, and I, I know we're about to get in this, but the Houston Rockets, they're coming. The Houston Rockets, they're coming. They've won nine in a row. If they beat them tomorrow night, which is when this, it'll be tonight when we air this, 
If they beat them, they'll be two and a half games back of first if the Rockets beat them at home, and I think they will. So yeah, the Rockets had that 9-11 and 11 start, I believe, and really got by in April. They are coming. They got Clint Capella healthy, Eric Gordon healthy. They got Harden. They got Austin Rivers playing good minutes for them. They have Shumpert even playing defense for them. They got... Uh, they got Farid, who's even not healthy yet, who's been a monster for them. I mean, Tucker, I think they're better than last year, honestly. I think they're they're gaining so much momentum, um, and I think Farid adds another dynamic to them. I think I think it's like last year. It's going to be the Rockets or the Warriors. I really think that people need to start taking them seriously. I definitely take the Rockets seriously, but I'm also, I mean, I'm taking the Nuggets super seriously, too. I don't I buy the Nuggets, Nuggets as contenders. I buy them winning around. I don't. I don't buy them. I don't. They don't have. They have one veteran, Paul Millsap. I love the team, but who's going to stop the bleeding when the bleeding happens? Who Who are you going to give the ball to and say, "Stop this run"? Like, is it is it Jamal Murray? Is it is it is it Jokic? Isn't really a pure scorer. I don't know if they have that guy. Yeah, I mean they, but they're going to have the home court. For it, at least the first two rounds. Well, Unless yeah, they, I, I think the Rockets would beat Denver. I don't. Yeah, I mean it'll be. I mean they're just so good at home. I just and I like, don't think they, they match up well against Golden State I, at all. That's that's my issue with them. Yeah, that's true. I, I, that against everyone true. else, I I think they have a fighter's chance. I think they do. I love Will Barton. I think he's the most underrated player in the NBA. Will Barton. He can score, defend. He's balling. I mean, you got Malik Beasley. You have so many versatile defenders, um, and even Miles Plumley or Mason Plumley. Um, they 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 have a lot of good guys. They have ten solid players, but uh, I think it's going to be Rockets, Rockets, Golden State again. And if Paul doesn't get injured, the Rockets have a chance. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they definitely have a chance. Like that was why I put that in there. There. They're just like all of a sudden, like you said, that slow start to the season. And then they've just been a juggernaut since. They've literally been going through, like, they've been going through everybody. I, they, they literally, they they must they must be, like, in their last 30, they must be, like, 25 and 5. Like, they don't lose. Something like that. They're, they're, and the thing is, and, like, I really think, like, Harden has done so well at adapting to the roster that he's had, whether it's whether it's taking over and scoring, and now he's facilitating more. Now he's not taking thirty shots a game when he has to. He'll take he'll take twenty shots a game, and he'll he'll facilitate more. He'll let Chris Paul have Chris Paul have the ball more, and you know he'll let other guys get get involved more. Like Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon is a huge part of what they're doing. He's really coming on after having an awful first half of the year. Eric Gordon. Getting really beaten. he needs to be a big part of their their team if they're going to beat the Warriors. You think they have a shot, Dave? I I don't. I think the Warriors still have that other gear to switch into, and I think Kerr doesn't have any qualms about not playing Demarcus Cousins a second if he thinks it's going to cost them wins. Um, I think he's. Do you, do you think he'll be a part of the part of the the what the run Cousins? Yeah, I mean, I think he'll he'll ha- definitely have some impact. I think his minutes will go down in the playoffs. I think Kerr will go with his tried and true, his Hampton Five lineup, um, and and that'll be that. Um, but who knows? I mean, 
I, I, they do look weaker than ever this year, but I still don't think that there's any team. I don't think the Rockets are as big a threat. I I know that they came back, they've come back, and they they could even conceivably catch them for the one seed. But I just I don't. They aren't as much of a threat to me in my mind as they were last year. Um, Denver Denver's good, but I don't think they can last a seven game series punch for punch with the Warriors. I just, at their how best. how I just understand how are the Rockets worse than last year? Uh, like I like they 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 lose Mute, who really wasn't a part of their playoff run. The big loss, I guess, is Ariza, and they replaced him with Fareed, Shumpert, and Austin Rivers. I mean, it's pretty even. Yeah, it, I mean, Austin, it, Rivers it, it, is, Austin Rivers hasn't been bad for them either. I know, I know. I, I I think they they need Shumpert to be great defensively in the playoffs. Because this, you know, we've seen we've seen yeah, this before only, from D'Antoni teams. Playing, he's not playing thirty minutes. Of him. He needs like 10, 12 minutes. I know. Well, he needs to be able to shut someone down for those twelve minutes. Yeah. And I think his minutes will go up in the playoffs because of his defensive abilities. That's his best trait is his defense. It has been for his whole career. Yeah. Um. I just, you know, there we've seen sixty-five win D'Antoni teams for fucking. His whole career, like with the exception of his Lakers and Knicks stints, like he just this is what he does, and it never works out. And every year we're like, yeah, maybe, but it just doesn't. It just doesn't. And I, I don't think, I don't think this year is any different. I think, I think for Reed is is the piece for me that that can push them over the top. I mean, last year they're bringing in Nene. I think for Reed is a huge upgrade. He was, he was putting up like eighteen and eight, eighteen and ten when. When Capella was out, I mean, if your backup big is Fareed, and then with Capella, I just, I think that's a big addition for them. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, we're um at that point. We're at the end of the episode here. I'm trying to hold this out till there's 3.7 seconds left in this game. People, Hartford now has a one point lead. Uh, UMBC is about to go to the line to shoot two. Um, that's yeah. a, that's a bad call. That's a bad foul call. That yeah, that how, was that how was many in it too. Oh my God! And he misses uh, the first. He, he misses the first. the first. I already, I already know what happened. Oh, uh, oh! Uh, uh, you say. you just hate to see it. Clutch free throws on the line. The kid misses the front end. Oh my God! Come on, back end. He hit the back end. We're tied. That's yeah, fine. Tied. That's fine. I see. See you Inbound guys. Ball. You guys making fun of me for being poor not. Up. Oh no! Foul there though. We're not gonna. We're not going to call the contact on yeah, that see, end you, of the floor. You guys paid for your ESPN Plus subscription. I, I had this for about the last minute, the score. Oh, you had it. Dude, overtime. I, had it. I said I already know hey, what happened. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't foreseeing the future. I haven't. I don't have psychic abilities. Shout out to uh, Hartford, Hartford coming back from down 26 with 15 minutes left in this game to tie it, to send it to overtime in the American East tournament. It's fucking insane. This is this is our alma mater. In case you guys uh, this didn't know, this is our know alma mater. That we don't just we don't just randomly care about American East basketball, but it's going to OT. We've been on. We've given you guys the episode. It was good. It was jam packed. Started off a little sorrow from Dave, but you know we end out on a high note. Hartford's doing well. That's all that matters at the end of the day, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, follow us on all the socials. Get ready next week. Next week when we talk, we'll have selection. Sunday will have happened, so we'll have the full bracket to talk about. It's going to be a super March Madness heavy episode next week, so be ready for that. We'll see you then.
And uh, in July, we'll be able to talk about the Yankees trading away Aaron Judge. Complete yeah. the fucking trifecta. Aaron, Aaron Judge, Luis Severino, and yeah. uh, and John Carlos Stanton in a blockbuster. For, yeah, for Bryce yeah. Harper. And Couple of middle relievers in single A. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. For the future, uh, though, you know, six years from now will be good. Oh, one day, Dave. One day, Dave. Uh, and it'll be during my dark days, so we'll 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 laugh about this years from now. If I make it. If I make it there. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night, people. See you folks next week. All right.